You're listening to This Shit Happened with Danielle and Lauren. Whee! <laughs> this picture freaks me out because all I can see are the eyes and the nose. I'm really glad that I pressed record. <laughs> Sorry, but you have fucking weird stuff on your walls. <laughs> so Lauren's looking at a picture of a cat. That the cat is white. The background's white. And it has very prominent blue eyes. Basically all you can see. Which is a great intro to this topic. <laughs> <laughs> which is re-becoming friends. Yeah. Because, you know, we were friends and then life... And then we came back as friends, and then life, and then we came back as, oh, you're pretty fucking dope, and you go through right. all the shit I go through. Yeah. And that's the whole episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> I think if we had both actually, in high school, recognized all the fucking shit we deal with, we yeah. would have probably been better friends back then. Right. Probably. But and it's funny, because I was thinking about it, um, the people that I was friends with in like middle school and high school, mm -hmm. I didn't connect with them as much because I was always afraid. I didn't want to be cast aside mm -hmm. for having issues or whatever. Yeah. Like my life is different. I mean, if there was something tangible, like I lost a parent, that was understandable. But if it was yeah. like, I don't know how to deal with these feelings that I'm going through. Although I don't know. I've had that friend. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Even then, Let's like, not go there. you know, there's, there is a, you're able to understand that. More. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something you don't understand. You can't trust that somebody else will understand it too. Yeah. <clears throat> Even though I would have. Friendships are very do. superficial at that age, I think. Yeah. It's, oh, we like the same TV show and the same music. And that <laughs> is it. We dance together for five hours a day. Right. We're best friends. Yeah. And, you know, it's... It's interesting. And then, like, even just listening to you talk with other people that you met in college and the stories that they heard about your life in high school. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> Where why the fuck didn't I know that? Right? It's so weird. Like, oh. Oh. So I guess yeah. maybe we should try and explain how we met. Because. <laughs> yeah. Y you know, we we were friends. You know, we were, we were school friends. Yeah. That was it. School friends. You know, the way you have like a work friend. Right. Where that's the person you you cling to when you're in that area. Right. This, this environment means you're my best friend here. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what, what we were by like senior year. Because I think we actually, we met like freshman year yeah. just in passing right. through a mutual friend. And then you, we had, was it junior year we had history together? I think so. Yeah. And I would take your food. Yeah. And that's kind of how we started being friends. And then I would eat your soggy fries. Yeah. You would feed me your snacks. I would give you the crappy fries. <laughs> They're delicious. Oh, those soggy fries are the worst. <laughs> that's why we're friends, because I like crispy fries. And I get all the soggy ones. Except for that one day when there were no crispy ones, and I felt bad. And I was oh, like, oh, my God. It was the worst day of <laughs> my life. <laughs> I, I am not prone to hyperbole at all. <laughs> And then uh, senior year was when I finally got into the same dance level program yeah. or program level. So <clears throat> then, you know, we were together from what, like 1 p.m. till 5 p.m. every right. 
fucking day. Right. Well, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. (laughs) And then once a month on Saturdays, right, for eight hours. We would have those amaral rehearsals for the three week friday saturday friday saturday sunday like eight hours yeah Uh, yeah so and then but after high school we were kind of like okay peace out bye and like we had each other on the social medias and stuff and we were like yeah whatever you know do you remember how we actually like started talking again so there was i mean you were still kind of mostly around invited you to my wedding but there was yeah yeah I, I came to your wedding well actually at one point I was supposed to be in it and then you had like 19,000 bridesmaids and I was like dude it's cool I don't care right so many totally fine with me I'll get many people I'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah there was I don't like there was something where naked dead porn I, I don't remember know. that no you there were like I feel like that was a time yeah there was like that was related to time naked was nine and then dead porn was like 22 minutes or something yeah it was I think that (laughs) for some reason I feel like Jordan was involved in that probably but like it that kind of carried it on beyond high school for a few Mm -hmm. years was just these little inside jokes yeah and I had you on you followed my live journal I did I followed oh my god the live journal the live journal days. Yeah. So we kind of stayed on the fringe of each other's life. Yeah. Because I followed you, you know, I would read your live journal, you would read mine and yeah. we would comment. So we were kind of just like on the fringe of each other's world. Yeah. But then you like would randomly come back in and yeah, be like, Oh Lauren. And like, I know after sometime after I got married, you were like, I need to be picked up from the airport. And I think you're the only one available. And I was like, okay, I live in Sacramento. Like, yeah. Not a big deal. Um, and it was kind of like there was always this ebb and flow of getting back into each other's lives. Yeah, but then, but every time we would re-reach out, it was always like, "Hey, yeah, let's okay, you know, let's whatever." And yeah. it was never like, uh, you know, I haven't talked to you in so long. Right. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah. Or it was just like, okay, right. And then we would awkward. always just pick up exactly where we left off. And yeah. it was like, all right, we just keep going. Yeah, like I got my Facebook memories of your graduation from davis yeah. I was like oh yeah i was there yeah i went to that interesting yeah like that was before brian and yeah you know it was but it's been this like we were there and the friendship has always been easy but it was never really that deep until brian decided that that, <laughs> that was what we were yeah and i think that we were always trying to get there but i think so too thanks brian <laughs> thanks brian but we never really got there on our own that's weird and i think we're getting there now yeah well, i think we think we made it um <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna get even weirder though <laughs> i never stop with the weird but yeah <laughs> there was like this distinct moment when brian added me to a chat with both of you and he was like well then you're your best friend anyway she she knows everything and i was kind of like oh, oh okay and i'm like and even for me, I was like, well, she's just the person who's known me the longest. Right. She's the long, like the person in my life outside of family who has known me the longest. Right. And it's only since like 2005 that you've right. known me, which is not actually that long. Right. I mean, I'm kind of fucked in that regard because I moved when I was nine. Yeah. Like 3,000 miles away. Right. So I don't have, that was one of the things when I was in high school and in elementary school that made me feel really awkward and outcast Mm. because I was going to school with all these people and kids that had gone to school since preschool. 
Right. So I couldn't get, and I, for me, especially because the school I went to in fifth grade was so small. Yeah. My, my like graduating eighth grade class had 80 something kids in it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a small school. Uh, and I know there's smaller ones, but still. Yeah, that's still. It, it was really hard in fifth grade to break into that because my school was fourth through eighth. Yeah. And in fifth grade, they had all known each other since kindergarten, which yeah. was across the street at the K through three school. <laughs> like literally across the street Lovely. from the elementary school. Love small towns. So, yeah, it was really hard for me to make friends. Yeah. And I made a couple. You know, I had a pen pal actually before I ever moved here that my aunt set up. Like <laughs> she knew I was moving out here with my mom. So she like posted a thing or something in the school and set up a way for somebody to write me a letter <laughs> as a pen pal. Oh and, gosh. and this girl did. And I actually befriended her friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was friends with her too, but like, I really connected with yeah. her friends. And so like, she was part of the little group that we had in like yeah. sixth, seventh grade. And, um, Love it. yeah. And now I'm not friends with any of them really. Yeah. Cause you know, then, so, you know, graduating class, eighth grade of 88 kids. And then our high school graduating class was a couple hundred. Yeah. Something like that. It, it was wasn't a, that many. No, it's not a huge amount. But for me. one of the classes, though. But for me, it was huge. Right. To go from a we'll school. A school with as many students as the freshman class. Right. You know, that was, that was a huge terrifying experience for me because I'm kind of an introverted person. Kind of, huh? A little bit. Yeah. I, my experience was we did the K through second and then there was um, three through five and then it was six through eight. Mm -hmm. And so like the schools were kind of split up for the two major cities in the county. Mm. Um, this part of the county. Not the other part of the county. But <laughs> yeah. when I got to the end of eighth grade, there was this like impending doom. <laughs> and all of the people that I had been hanging out with were the popular people. Oh, no. Um, And it started to be boys, makeup, yep. me. And I was kind of like, eh. none of those things. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want that. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I don't know how to keep relating to that. Mm -hmm. I need something more, but didn't understand what I needed. So turned recluse and stopped talking to all those people. Mm -hmm. um, so freshman year was kind of like, I already cut you off. I'm sorry. I'm going to go over here now. Mm -hmm. um, and it was weird. And it made it to where the actual nice ones mm -hmm. <laughs> would still acknowledge my existence because they were the good people so they would still reach out yeah yeah um and it was i think it was kind of nice in a way to mm -hmm. have that and i mean i kind of gain friendships wherever i go because i am very perceptive to what people need uh -huh. um and sometimes that's not great for me yeah um but like sitting on the top of the grass hill with you and just staring down mm -hmm. onto the field was mm -hmm. probably one of my favorite times oh. in high school. Yeah. Because it, there was nothing expected from that. No. 
And it was funny because killing time. Right. But I had like the different groups of people like, oh, here's the cheerleaders. And like I would walk through and you were on the complete other opposite side of the school during lunch. So Mm -hmm. I would go through them and end with you. And like, that was my silent time to just like exist. Yeah. Cause I'm good with like, you know, I, we all need people. We're social animals, but that doesn't mean we need to do anything. Right. Just having the presence of somebody else there totally just makes the day. That's fine. Yeah. It's good. Trying to teach the six-year-old. Right. So, but I think that was like, <laughs> that's why we were, why we've been connected the whole time. No Cause we can how far away. Always go back to it. Yeah. There's always this comfort level. Yeah. I mean, that... you lived in fucking the other end of the state for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and that was still fine. And right. You know, and it was just easy, like coming back. And I mean, even though Brian decided we were best friends, I was like, Oh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we are. Okay. (laughs) But it's like, I mean, that falls kind of back into that whole label thing. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? What is my best friend? Right. Because it's the same thing with the I love you. Yeah. You have these people who call you their best friend because you've been hanging around each other a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't fucking know me. Yeah. It's somebody, but I think best friend, which is why I have more than one best friend. Right. It's the person it's, it's a person who knows you and understands you. Yeah. And is the kind of person you need to have. And sometimes they come and they go like, I've had best friends who are very vital to certain parts of my life. Mm -hmm. And then they don't need to be that big part of my life anymore because they've given me what I need in that part and I've Mm -hmm. given them what they need in that part and now we can just separate the constant we're together all the time yes and become I'm your support when you need me yeah and I think actually that whole come and go thing that's sort of the situation I was in with the friend that introduced me to you right so you know I went from that school with 88 kids to that Big ass high school, which pulls for most of the county. Yeah. Um, and I met her purely by accident because she was in like my English class, and then back to back with my English class was the dance class that she was also in. So we had two classes together back to back, and then I think we had a third class together. Mm. And then on top of that, I was doing the after school children's theater, and she was there too. Yeah. And so I think. I can distinctly remember it was basically at that after school program. We were like, okay, you and I are going to be friends because clearly, (laughs) clearly the universe put us together. Yeah. And so we became like best friends and we were pretty much inseparable that whole year. Yeah. And she introduced me to you just in passing. Right. But then literally at the end of freshman year, moving into sophomore year, she decided that we were not going to be best friends anymore. And that was kind of hard for me. Yeah. Because it was a very abrupt change, but in retrospect, hindsight, it's what needed to happen and it's fine. Yeah. But I mean, when you're that young and you don't have all those life experiences, it's hard. It's everything. Yeah. Like, wow, that was every, like, that was my whole life. Yeah. That you just. That was like my first major breakup. (laughs) (laughs) Hadn't had a boyfriend really yet, but that was like my first major breakup was having what I considered to be my best friend. Yeah. Be like, no, I have other friends now. And right. I was like, oh. Yeah. And before okay. like, I used to get super jealous of my best friend, quote unquote. Right. Um, hanging out with other people. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna lose you. Then what yeah. do I have? Right. 
And it's, you know, it kind of falls back again on that. Who am I? Right. I don't, I don't have enough confidence in my own self mm-hmm. to be able to be alone. I need you to fucking be here and tell me who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't know. There's something in it that as you get older, it's kind of like, oh, like that was great while it was there. But yeah. I don't want you here anymore. No. And like I said, as I got older, that's how I realized it. Because even all through high school, I held that against her. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't have because it was not that big of a deal. Right. But everybody's lives goes went on. Well, nobody really. Mostly. Yeah, nobody really got hurt, though. You know, and it it's not like she was trying to be mean to me or right it's just you know we kind of went different ways yeah and but i did hold that against her for a long time yeah whatever (laughs) sometimes because i'm such a hoarder (laughs) sometimes because i'm such a hoarder when i start cleaning out like an old box from the garage i find notes that she had written me bro because i still still have have them i have notes from high school still. yeah i still find notes from high school (laughs) yeah they make me really happy though i'm like Aww. Yeah, back in the days where you would write the notes and you'd fold them up into funny yeah. little how, like, shapes. How the fuck did we know how to do all I that? I don't shit? know. <laughs> we were amazing people. Yeah, we were. Now look at us. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Technology happened. Right. But yeah. I, I bet see. you we could Google how to fold those. Right. Oh, no. It's but that wasn't a thing back then. You couldn't. Right. You, like, somebody figured it out and they taught somebody else and then somebody else taught me. At, like, yeah. It was this whole thing. And. You know, you would sit there in the middle of French class or whatever you wanted and not listen you would to the teacher. Learn how to fold paper in the coolest ways and be like, if I write it on this corner, then when I fold it and tuck this in, it'll say this. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why? I don't know. But it's like it's life before the internet. Is, man. I mean, not before the internet existed, but it wasn't nearly it as wasn't robust in as it our is. Hands. No, and we, we did not have dial up. smartphones and. Yeah, it was dial-up. Yeah, we're old. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit. We are not old. We are just, we just exist, man. But yeah, I think there there are like specific times when I remember like, and one of them was picking up from the airport and going to Mm -hmm. Leatherby's. Yeah. Like, that's Getting ice cream. Yeah. Why not? Right. Like, hi, this is my friend. This is my other friend. We're going to go get ice cream. Like, okay. (laughs) You know, and it's just like, it was just. It's always so easy. Yeah. Like, it's not, oh, God, I have to go see Lauren. Right. It's just like, oh, I have to go see it's Lauren. It's weird. Right. But, <laughs> well, and I think that's partially why our friendship works is because we both can exist on that. Like, we don't have to hang out every day. We don't have to right. do this. You know, we don't have to put effort in. Yeah. Neither one of us. Right. It just is what it is. And, you know, and I have, like, another friend that's like that. And it's just, you know it's nice to have those relationships. Right. Because I think they mean more than people think they do. Right. Because I know plenty of people who might appear like they've got this huge social circle, you know, but I always say, okay, well, if you ended up in the hospital, how many of those people would actually show up to visit? Right. Because having people that are down to hang out with you when you're out drunk mm-hmm. is not the same as having people who would have your back. Yep. If something happened yep. while you were drunk. Right. Um, Very different. Yeah. And Holding your hair doesn't count. <laughs> although 
I've done that with people that I love. Um, yeah, but that's not all. Yeah, but that's that's, <laughs> that's not, not everything. Not the only point, but like that is just like, oh, I don't want this girl to puke in her hair. Yeah, um, which I would probably do for some random stranger if I saw them. Uh, you know what? I'm remembering now that party in high school. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I it's do. like the only high school party I ever went to. Yeah. And it was terrible. Right. Being the sober one who takes care of everybody is real hard during those times. Yeah. And it was my first time being ever even invited to one of those parties. Yeah. And I was anti-drinking, anti-smoking, anti-everything in high school. All the things that were happening. Everything that was going on at that party. So I got in there and just like found a seat on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, And then drunk people were coming up to me and they were talking to me and they were high and it freaked me out. And I just started crying. Yeah. And we went and sat in that room. And then you pulled me upstairs and hid me in a bedroom. Yeah. And you'd go down and check on people to make sure nobody was killing yeah, themselves sure by accident. Trying to clear five stairs at once. Yeah. And nobody was falling in the hot tub or oh, whatever. <laughs> so many things. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that, that room was. I think that, that room I think has a lot to do with it for some reason. Yeah. Now in hindsight, I'm thinking about that a lot. I'm like, we sat in that room for most of the night. Yeah. And you would just pop out to make sure, you know, people <laughs> were being alive. safe. <laughs> yeah. As safe as they could be while they were altered. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you guys are good. Are you sure? All right. We're going to go back to the other one. I think that uh, just, that just harkens back to you just never fucking taking care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. You went to the fucking high school parties to make sure no one died. <laughs> Not to be part of the party. I mean, God damn it, Daniel's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's also uh, senior husband. He mm -hmm. also will bring people back into my life. Like, mm -hmm. Where's this person? Where's this person? <laughs> and I realize now if my response is, then I don't want them back. Mm -hmm. And if my response is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to reach out to them. And he did that with you a lot. Uh, okay. Where's Angry Lauren? <laughs> she need goldfish? She need an otter pup? I'm always like, oh my god, Paul. Um, and it's funny because that just like noticing my reactions about people, uh -huh. like even just their name, like you talk about this person. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want, I don't want them in my life anymore, Paul. They've uh, they state they're welcome. Yeah. He's kind of like, what? I'm like, you know, it happens. It does. It's fine. I'm like, think about this person. Do you want to still be their friend? He's like, no. <laughs> there you go. Some people, it just doesn't work. Right. And there are some people where he's like, but I liked them. <laughs> I did too in the time. Not anymore. And now I'm done with them <laughs> because I've grown and they decided to stay. Yeah, I have quite a few. I recently went through like a Facebook purge and there were a lot of friends from elementary school. Yeah. From that fifth, sixth, seventh grade clique that I was in. And they were the friends I needed in the moment, but none of them were really truly my friend. Yeah. They just kind of let me glom onto them. Right. And we tried it. And I even tried to continue most of those relationships through high school and after. But we honestly just didn't have that much in common. Yeah. And, you know, they've all moved away now and they're all scattered. And so I went through a purge on Facebook and there were all these people that I took off my feed yeah. because I didn't like what they were posting i didn't want to see the shit that they had to say yeah. so i took them off my feed years ago and then it was within the last couple months i realized why 
Right. Why are they still there then? Yeah. Why, you know, because I don't really post on social media that much. Right. I just have it mostly to share family photos with the family yeah. that doesn't live here. So it's not like I'm putting that much out there. And I was like, well, if I don't care what they have to say, why should I share my life with them? Because they right. probably don't care either. Yeah. So I finally went through a purge and got rid of like all of the friends from when I was way younger. I kind of did the opposite and went through and added a bunch of people. <laughs> Just to be nosy. Partially. But some of it was like, oh, yeah. Like, I used to be really close with this person. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. I really enjoy it. Like, I was a little bit of a creeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would watch people and I always knew them. And when MySpace <laughs> was a thing, I would have people add me and I respond and add them back. And like, I didn't even think you knew who I was. And I was like, what? me? Like, I'm just... Danielle. Yeah. And, you know, Paul would be like, yeah, you were popular. I was like, what? (laughs) What are you saying to me? Right. And for me, popular was the rich, loud, pretty people. Mm -hmm. It wasn't you have lots of friends. Um, Yeah. And I do. I collect people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And in your basement. I do. I collect them in my basement. (laughs) Um, and it was it was interesting to hear that Mm -hmm. and I was like what the fuck I'm like no I purposely split off from the popular people (laughs) what are you trying to say to me Um, and I think it was just because of the negative connotations that go with popular the label yeah fucking labels again (laughs) callbacks Um, and there's so much negative Uh like the mean girls those are the popular girls. Yeah. They're bitches. <laughs> um, I didn't I don't want to be labeled as popular because I didn't want to be labeled as that. Yeah, but you were only in the fact that you just knew people. Right. And I, I had a similar kind of experience, and I think it's because I did a similar thing, was I wouldn't connect with any one group of people. Yeah. So like I remember at lunch, you know, I would kind of decide if I'm going to hang out in this spot or if I'm going to walk around that spot or, and the only time I had like a set routine was basically senior year when I, you know, had my senior boyfriend and was doing that. And I was like, okay, well I eat lunch with him and his friends back of your car at a movie theater, (laughs) eat some pizza. Yeah. Mm, Pizza. I love pizza. Me too. But yeah, it's like, it's that idea of, and I think some of it is that you're trying to find that connection without, being connected to one person. Mm-hmm. And I think you don't really understand what you're looking for anyway. Yeah. I didn't fucking know. All I knew is like, you know, it'd be nice to, to so I would literally start in the ramp by the cafeteria mm-hmm. and like pass through and there would be cheerleaders and ex-football players. And then it would be like the jocks. And then you would have like the music people. Mm-hmm. And then you would go over here and here's some drama kids. They're like the punks and then yep. the drama kids. And it was and like, there's the goths and over there's yeah. the stoners. And and it was just like, I mean, it was so textbook and it was hilarious, but yeah. our school had a better way of blending all those groups. It in. really did work. Yeah. It was weird. Like we had definitive, like these are the punk kids. These are the sports kids. These yeah. are the band kids. But any one person could break off from any one group and go stand with another one. Yeah. And it was okay. Yeah. Like if a punk guy just decided to go talk to one of the fucking cheerleaders, it was like, oh, hey, dude. Right. It was it was weird. Well, Paul was straight up punk. Yeah. Like he was the punk kid. I'm not sure what I was. I wanted to be goth, but I wasn't 
brave enough to be. Yeah. To go I still, all the I way. considered you the, one of the goth kids. I did tend to hang out with them the most, I think. Yeah. The stoners were always really funny because they would always be like, you don't smoke? Yeah. Like, no. No. I'm just here with you. <laughs> I'm just like, here to hang out. Wow. Yeah. Like it blew their minds. And I was like, okay. I'm just here to hey, chat. Like you guys are funny. <laughs> I'm just enjoying your company. Um, I'm enjoying yeah, your inebriation. I enjoy you not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think there was this trying to find who we were mm-hmm. in high school. So we never reached that full potential yeah. of our friendship. But I think if we would have found it then, it wouldn't have been as helpful in our lives as re-becoming friends Probably has been. As adults. Yeah. Because then it would have been... Like, our journeys would have been different. Mm-hmm. And if you just knew everything the whole time, then... It's not as yeah, it's meaningful. Not like, it's not as meaningful for what you needed. Yeah. I needed. yeah. So when we came, we went away and we learned what we needed to learn and then came back into each other's lives and was like, here's what I have to offer you now. Mm-hmm. And it was more eloquent and I could give it to you in a package rather than, <laughs> here's a piece. I don't know what it means. We'll finish the rest of the puzzle later. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, Okay. I can accept that in my yeah. life. And it was nice. It was very good. Even though these stupid boys had to do it for us. I know, right? That is kind of true, I guess. Huh? <laughs> but it's like it's funny because I feel like man friends are just like your friends or you're not. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> they don't see all these weird different levels. And um, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know, we we kind of do. And <laughs> and you know, maybe it's just something that they do have but they don't make a big deal about it and overthink it like we do yeah or maybe they just can't put it in words right which you know we're all great at but we try to figure it out because we want to know why is it like this exactly um thanks therapy yeah and it's funny because like even with some of paul's friends Mm -hmm. like i'll talk to them and Mm -hmm. we have those deep conversations and they're like i didn't know any of this i'm like of course she didn't know any of this. <laughs> like, you're not going to sit there and gossip about me like we do all the time with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, I think all of the males in my life have a deeper understanding of empathy than they realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, I constantly joke about my poor husband about being a little delicate flower, <laughs> but it's because he feels so much. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, all aspects mm-hmm. feels, and I'm a little bit jealous of his ability to respond to his emotions in the appropriate <laughs> moments. Yeah, um, like grieving, he grieves, mm-hmm. and then he's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How do you do that? <laughs> what are you? And I told him, I was like, I try to learn from you. Mm-hmm. He was like, from what? Yeah, I'm like, you have things that don't get other places like (laughs) i'm sorry like i can talk about it with Mm -hmm. you but it's not i don't know like he experiences it in the moment and i'm always there for it and it's like what how yeah like i'm so blown away like i'm gonna bottle this up and uh when i get home from work in five hours i'm gonna go sit in a room and watch a movie and cry and apply those emotions to that crime that's usually the way i experience it too like i usually when something like extreme happens i just my emotional response is just to go numb yeah because i like it's like a state of shock right and then a couple hours later i'm like 
thinking about whatever it was. And I go, oh, that makes me not feel okay now. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Now I'm going to cry. So I'm going to go watch a Holocaust movie so that the crying <laughs> has a reason. Right. <laughs> but like, I mean, the first time around when we were friends, mm-hmm. that wasn't a thing. No. We would go and watch fucking the corniest movies into all hours of the night and be like, ha <laughs> life is great. Everything's perfect. Yeah. And then go home and be like, oh my God. And then go home and not sleep and be like, why, why am I so alone? Right. But now we can be like, let's go cry and watch a movie together. Yeah. <laughs> I have had those parties. Yeah, I know. I have invited people to come watch sad movies and cry with me. <laughs> it's cathartic. <laughs> I don't think anybody's taken me up on the offer. No, wait. Yeah. Megan did. She did. Yeah. Yeah. We've done it. My yeah. sister's keeper. She brought that one oh god why um yeah it was rough <laughs> yeah i was like i i'm not emotionally stable enough to do that right now <laughs> but it's good no, um it's... but i mean you know that's part of the like i feel like part of our re-becoming of friends mm-hmm. has been we're adults now yeah and we don't have to do the awkward in between mm-hmm. like it was just like we did that yeah, we met each other yeah, and we knew it. each other well enough that once we got through the like fucked up growing shit, yeah. it was like, okay, now we're good. Let's right. let's do this. Hey, come back. By the way, here's <laughs> a bunch of shit that happened while you were gone. P.S. <laughs> here's what happened. And it's like, oh yeah, I feel that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's nice. It is. It's I good. Like it. There's just it's easy. It is. And I think it should be. Yeah. And it wasn't like I had to try to re-become a friend it was just like finding the friendship that was always there and that we didn't recognize before right because we weren't ready yet no we and I, you know we couldn't we didn't have that capacity yet yeah no capacity capacity but, yeah. and it's I, a fancy word like that's why i started i think part of why i started getting some people back into my life mm-hmm. that i had you know they had an important part of mm-hmm. my life at some point even if they don't realize that, like what is there that I might be missing mm-hmm. by just not opening myself up to that opportunity. Yeah. And not necessarily I need to have 15 more best friends, but maybe there was something that we still need to offer each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and social media makes that a lot easier. Mm-hmm. If you use I mean, it right. <laughs> I have a friend um, and she her mother passed away and she didn't attend senior year of high school with us mm-hmm. and then i moved away and then she ended up going to the same place as me and it was like our lives kept going in and out and she moved away and then i ended up following her <laughs> and it was like this whole thing and now she lives super far away but you know we still find these ways to connect and I never worry that she's not there for me. Yeah. And it's those kind of connections that sometimes the universe is going to force you to find that person Mm -hmm. with or without social media. (laughs) And sometimes you might have to take a step. Yeah. Um, So I was trying to like make sure I'm taking this step because maybe there are those people, even if they just needed to be on my feed to read my blog that I write randomly. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, I'm trying not to question it as much. Yeah. B is, well, you're just using me. Well, you just want to have me on your friends list for numbers. Well, which, you know, some of them might. Some people do. 
Yeah. Some and, people are like that. Um, so there was just like this, like it, it piqued my curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like if I was able to find this with you, Lauren, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> who else might I have missed out on that? Like mm-hmm. not everybody has that pushy male in their lives. That's like, you guys are best friends. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> dare you tell me what my, lo- oh, okay. Oh, oh wait! Yeah, oh, you were no. right. Thanks. No, you're good. <laughs> Never mind. Um, and you know, it's it's interesting. It is. And at first, I was like, "Am I just being that person who wants friends?" And I was like, "No, Uh-oh. I'm not that person." <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I think a lot of it came because, like, we were talking about podcast topics and yeah. the whole idea of becoming friends. And my brain will just sit there and think about all of that. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Interesting." And then I kind of spiraled, and I was like, "I wonder what these people are doing." <laughs> Um, and I don't know. And then trying to find people now with all their fucking married names. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know who you are anymore. Right. <laughs> um, but it's still interesting. And I'm like, oh, and I, you know, there are some people that I feel bad because I was a little detached yeah. in high school and it wasn't because I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. It was because either I was struggling or maybe they were more confident in themselves and mm-hmm. that freaked me the fuck out. And I really wanted to have that and didn't yeah. know how to ask how they got there or, you know, there was something that was preventing that or preventing me from communicating their importance to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, sometimes I just reach out and I'm like, are you a cool person? <laughs> are you a douchebag now? <laughs> oh, you're a douchebag now. <laughs> uh, okay. never mind. <laughs> Thanks for still existing. Goodbye. Um, but, you know, you there's just this human connection. Yeah. It's just, it's nice. It is. It's, thanks for re-becoming my friend. Thank you for still being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, our story has gone so many places. And, uh-huh. and even if you do run away to a different state, I'm still going to fucking harass you. Yeah, I'm trying. I know you're fucking tired of this state. I'm just fucking tired of people that are nearby. (laughs) I'm just kind of stuck, though. Yeah, I know. I'm stuck here for a while anyway. Yeah. For now. For now. But there's always the light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) It's a very long, long tunnel. (laughs) I'll drag you with me. All right. Let's go. Here we go. We're starting it. Okay. With our podcast that we're doing. In the dark. In the I know it's <laughs> getting fucking dark and it's well, I guess it's almost five now. Uh-oh. Oh shit. Yeah, I probably have to go soon. Probably. So listeners, <laughs> if there is a friend that you've been thinking, hmm, I wonder what they're doing, reach out to them. And if there is a friend where you're like, Jesus fuck, you stress me out, maybe take some space. <laughs> take a step back. Yep. Find you a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. If they're worth the friendship in the end, then they will understand it. Yeah. The people who accept your need to take a step back are probably the ones you want to keep. If they get shitty at you, run. <laughs> Just run. <laughs> Just run for the hills. And remember, neither of us are certified. We just are living. And this is our advice for our lives. Based on what we've experienced and yeah. what has worked for us. Don't judge us. Don't try and live by our rules because we don't have rules. <laughs> <laughs> Just find what works for you in your life. Mm-hmm. It's the best we can do. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you.